what a good psalm the 100th is. I would ask that you turn there with me this morning to the 100th psalm. No, this is not the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Though many times you may hear the 100th psalm just before Thanksgiving. Nothing wrong with that. It's very fitting. I even followed a suggestion some years ago to read or quote the 100th Psalm at the Thanksgiving table before the meal. It gets our focus on the idea that it's just some kind of turkey day and a day for looking through the circulars at what's going to be on sale for the early birds, which, which used to be Friday, but now it starts on that evening. Anyway, no matter what the world does, we'll keep it Thanksgiving. But anyway, we're going to keep Thanksgiving down the road a little bit, and we're not actually going to talk about that from the 100th Psalm today. Though you find the word Thanksgiving in it, this Psalm in the 100th, it is a Psalm of praise. Praise God. We say it. We do it. We talk about it often, but what does it really mean to praise God? I believe we have a good idea, but there's nothing wrong with, with talking about the depth of what praise to God is, and we're going to do that this morning. It says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before His presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are His people, and the sheep of His pasture. Enter into His gates with thanksgiving, and into His courts with praise. Be thankful unto Him, and bless His name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth endureth. To all generations. I'm not trying to add too much to the scripture or to this psalm of praise with my thoughts, but what is heavily on my heart that I'm thinking about today and this week is that praise is to be given to God at all times, in all things that we go through, we are to always praise God. I think of a story that I heard about a man. Actually, I came in acquaintance with a man, shared some time, had some fellowship with him, and he started talking to me about a tragedy that happened in his life. His son died. His son died of a very young age. He was a toddler. It was a very tragic accident and where he lived there was a local preacher in the area and when the preacher ran into this man that I know that this happened to the preacher said to him you must praise God for this my friend this man I came in acquaintance with said I wanted to hit him I kind of don't blame him that it was the wrong time. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. That wasn't one. It wasn't the right time. It wasn't the right thing to say. But let me tell you what the man later told me in testimony. He said, you know what? I wanted to hit him 
But later I discovered he was right. I must praise God. There's a not only a story that comes to mind, but a song that comes to mind you're probably familiar with called Praise His Name. It goes like this. When you're up against the wall and your mountains seem too tall and you realize that life's not always fair, you can run away and hide, let the old man decide, or you can change your circumstances with a prayer. When everything falls apart, praise his name. When you have a broken heart, praise his name. When it seems you're all alone, praise his name. When you feel you can't go on, praise his name. We hear this word and use this word so much. But what does it mean to praise? To praise is to give special honor to. It is to reverence when you praise. To praise is to worship and adore God. To all of your adoration to be upon God. That's what it means when you say praise God. That's what it means when we show up for praise and worship. To sing praises to God's name. He is worthy of it. It is to give Him the utmost respect. We're to praise Him at all times. There was praise given. At the birth of Christ, there shall be praise during the tribulation period. Praise is always due to the Lord. Praise is to be given to God for his salvation. I wake up saved every morning and I'm going to. And that is that's enough to praise his name. We, we always have a, have a reason to praise Him for His salvation, for His works. We should praise God for His holiness. Praise to God, it's to be public and it's to be private. We gather together to praise God. We should praise God in our alone time. Some of the most special time you will spend with your Father is alone. And we ought to give Him praise, public and private. Praise ought to be outward. We ought to show it. It ought to happen. We ought to see one another praise God. Before praise is outward though, praise to God, it ought to be, it's gotta be inward. It must start, if it's true praise to God, it's going to be inward. You know, there, there's an outward show, but, but I tell you what, there's an inward sincerity first. And I'm not trying to make anyone to be hesitant or fearful of of showing an outward praise, but make sure it comes from within when you praise God. We do not drum up an emotional praise to God. It's something that is stirred up by God within you and I. So it is inward and it is outward. It is to be continual. Every single person, we all have something in common here. Everyone is called to praise God. The last verse of this entire book of Psalms says, Let everything that hath breath 
praise the Lord. The Psalms go on to say that we're to praise God in His sanctuary. We're to praise God for His mighty acts. We are to praise God according to His excellent greatness. We're to praise God by the, by the instruments, by the trumpet, by, then it was by the psaltery, by the harp, by the timbrel, by, uh oh, what do we know about the dance? Praise Him by the dance, uh, by the stringed instruments, by the organs and the cymbals. We're to praise God. This is a psalm that is a psalm of praise to God. We will talk about some singing. We will talk about some serving. We will talk about some thankfulness to the Lord. We will talk about God Himself. We will talk about many things. But when you summarize it and bring it all together, what we're going to do is to praise God. Do you realize we're, we're worshiping God with everything we do? And we ought to be mindful that we ought to be giving praise to God all the time. How do we praise God? How do we praise God? We're going to see it this morning. And if you look in verse 1, we see that we, we praise God with a sound. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, whether it is by talk, whether it's by the trumpet, whether it's by your shout out loud, there is a sound of praise that is to be given to God. It's a sound going out. That joyful noise we talk about that so much attribute that to singing, that joyful noise is actually a shout for joy. It is a call of joyfulness and sound to shout and to cry out and to praise God. Uh, Praising is going to have a sound to it. When the Ark of the Covenant, which was the representation of God, which went before the people of Israel and, and was in the presence of God's people, whenever, whenever the Ark made entrance into the camp, there was the blowing of the ram's horn and it was in a, a sound of praise to the Lord. Can we, can we sound off? There's nothing wrong with being vocal, God's people, and we all to be we ought to praise the Lord and it is to be in sound when we hear clapping I, I know some people that that just think it's so inappropriate to clap in church and and I tell you what I I don't mean to hurt anyone's feelings but I'm never clapping for anyone I'm clapping for how God might have used them in song or instrument or in the preaching and giving praise to God for what I've heard and 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 so there's nothing wrong with that there ought to be there ought to be some sounds in the praise to God the clapping the instrument when we yell amen Amen for something. Go ahead and somebody give me an amen. I got one today. And when we do that, that's an agreement that, that we've heard God's truth. We've heard something truthful. But can we consider that and understand that we're sounding off in praise to the Lord? It's a noise that we give off in praise to God. And then it says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord all Ye lands, this is something for the entire earth to do. Many people talk about what a mess 
this world is in. And and a lot of people talk about many ways that maybe it can be fixed. I tell you what, the more souls that are saved and the more nations that will give praise to Almighty God is the best condition that this world could ever be in. God calls for praise to Him. Can we can we praise Him, people? Can we sound off in praise? Christians, sound your praise to the Lord. But not only should we sound our praise, we should show our praise in what we do. Serve the Lord with gladness. We're going to stop right there and talk about that just for a minute as we think about serving the Lord. Being a slave to the Lord. I hope you don't mind hearing that. I hope that's what you are. I hope you're a slave to the Lord Jesus Christ, a bond slave to Him. When when the servant in the Old Testament decided that they wanted to stay with this master, they never wanted to leave them, they wanted to serve them for life, they became a bond slave. They willingly, voluntarily became a servant to them. And that's what... That's what we have the privilege to be as children of God is a bond slave to the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a, it's a freedom that you and I experience to be able to serve the Lord. You and I must be set free from sin. You must be born again to be able to be a servant of the Lord. You're not going to last. You're not going to hang in there. You're not going to have a desire for the things of God. Your life will not be consumed with God until you are saved and know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. And then we are called to be a servant, a voluntary, joyful servant of the Lord Jesus Christ. What an experience we have when we're set free from sin to serve the Lord joyfully. Romans chapter 12 tells us that that is our reasonable service to present our bodies a living sacrifice unto God. What a privilege it is that you and I can serve the Lord. You know it's a privilege if John the Baptist said he was not worthy to loosen the latchet of Jesus' shoe. If he was not worthy to do that, we clearly see what a privilege it is. We clearly see the gloriousness of being set free from sin that we want to serve God and that we do it joyfully. What a way to show our praise to God when we serve the Lord. We show our praise with joyful service and we also show our praise with singing. Singing is praise to God. Do you ever ever think about that? Because there was a time that I didn't. There was a time, even after becoming a pastor, that I couldn't wait for the three songs to be sung so I could get up and preach. I mean, sometimes I got up after the second one and it was too early and I had to go set back down. But then when I started studying God's word and what he says about song and what he says about singing and the praise it is to him. Zephaniah 317 actually says that God 
God will break forth in singing over our lives when we are surrendered to the will of God and serving Him. He loves singing. Singing is not just something we said and, and, and murmur through some words with our tongue. It is praise to God. It is giving glory to God. Back during Hurricane Katrina, that was quite a while ago. Um, I hadn't been a Christian very long and I, I had so much zeal that I just wanted to get up before the people and sing. Uh, there was about 15 people in church that Sunday morning after Katrina due to circumstances that kept people from getting there. And I don't remember who I told, but I went up to somebody and said, hey, do you have a special this morning? They said, no. I said, can I do it? And they said, sure. And I sang victory in Jesus. Somebody asked what page victory in Jesus is on. Somebody else said all of them. But, uh, but I sang victory in Jesus. And, and I'll never forget the man Lawrence Conley that came up to me after the special. I think he came up after the service and he came up to me and he said, you sang from the heart. And we had a still quiet moment and I went home and told Shelly, uh, hey, guess what? I sang the special music. And uh, got it, got the obvious uh, response from that. But then I said, then I said, hey, Brother Lawrence told me I sang from the heart. And she said, Kenneth, that wasn't a compliment. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I say it was. I say it was because we don't sing with the tongue. The music should start in the heart. We should sing with the heart. That's giving praise to God. I, I, one of the most adorable teenagers I've had, and I love more than any of them, once said, this was years ago, so you won't know which one it is, but they said, well, it's okay to sing during the song service, but not during the sermon. Oh, bless your heart, I love you. But but it's praise to God. It's a time of worship to the Lord whenever we sing to Him. Let us consider that this morning. Let us consider that every time we, we come before God's people to sing, what a, what a special position God has given to brother Tim Stone. What a, what a special talent he's given him that we, because we worship and he, he helps me to worship the Lord in song and, and, and the Lord loves music and, 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 and every, no one should have a stiff music service. It's a time that I want to praise God, and I hope you do too. We, sir, we show the Lord our praise by service, and we show the Lord our praise by singing. How can the child of God po possibly hold themselves back from singing praise to God? We invite you to worship and to praise the Lord through song, not only service and not only singing, but can we study to praise? Can we study to praise? Look at verse three. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. Know him. I want to know more about my Jesus. We've sang that a few times. Uh, the Apostle Paul said that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death because he wanted to to know the Lord. You know what? We don't know ourselves as much as we think we do. We don't know others as much as we think we do. And it might sound dangerous that we don't know ourselves very well. And actually, that's true. But I tell you, 
there's someone more important to know even than ourselves. And that is the Lord. Would you know Him? Would you know more about Him? Would you study Him? Would you come to know your God? I tell you what, the more you get to know Him, He knows you better than you know you. And the more that you get to know Him, the more you will know about you. Oh, the Word of God. It it unfolds what we are. It unfolds our problem. It unfolds the power that we have in Him. Get to... We get to know ourselves when we get to know Him. But the most important thing we want to do is get to know Him, period, to give Him praise. The more you know the... Why can't I praise the Lord like so-and-so? Why does someone's life seem like such a life of praise in mine isn't? The more you get to know the Lord, the more you perceive God, the more you're going to praise Him. Can we study to praise the Lord? He is the the true and the living God. He is the only one. There are other proclaimed gods in the world and they are not real. There is one God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the only one. And and here's something to know between us and Him. We're His property. What do you think about that? He owns you and I. Know ye that the Lord, He is God. It is He that hath made us And not we ourselves. Let that crush the pridefulness that Jesus said is within every one of us in that old rotten flesh. It is He that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are not self-made. We are not successful on our own. The things that you and I are able to do, this is given from God. You and I, in order to praise God, we must deny our ourselves. That's something we must learn to do. That's something we must do daily. That is something that we can only do when we get to know our precious Lord, because we have got to step aside so someone can see the one who died. We have got to be able to get ourselves out of the way to be able to praise Him. We are naturally geared and wired to praise ourselves. We love compliments. We love what we can do and someone can see it. And we've got to get rid of that. We've got to give that praise to God for who we are. He has made us and it is not us. He is creator. He's creator of all. He is creator of you and me. He formed us from his clay. The mold and the matter was his. I've probably told this joke more times than you want to hear it, but there was a fellow that said, I can make someone, I can make a person independent of you, God. He said, okay, let's see it. And he picked up some dirt and he says, no, that's my dirt. You put it down. He is creator. He is the one that has made you and I. We need, we need to learn about him. We need to study to be able to praise him. The, the creature ought to reverence the creator. When you and I deny ourselves, it's going to result in you and I being able to give praise to God, more praise to God. We are His people and the sheep of His pasture. He is not only Creator, He cares for us. 
you, whether you and I realize it or not, we are taken care of. We are taken care of by God. Isn't it sweet? The sheepfold. I invite you, people of God, don't leave the, don't leave the fold. Don't go out there on your own and do your own thing. Stay, stay where God has appointed you. Stay where your purpose in life is and give Him praise because He takes care of us. He guides us and He protects us. He's the shepherd and we're the sheep. And the best thing that you and I can communicate to the Lord is praise. Do you praise Him? When you go to the Lord in prayer, does your prayer turn into praise? Does it begin with a request? Does it begin with with maybe something you're overwhelmed with? Does it begin possibly sounding like complaining about this world or about your enemy or or just some situation you want out of that you're in? Does it begin that way? Uh but does it does it end in praise is what I want to ask you. When you go to the Lord to confess your sins to Him, when you go with a broken heart grieving over what you've done because God will not let you alone with how you've offended Him and you have to go to Him to confess your sin, when you do that with a broken heart, with a sorrowful heart, wanting to forsake what you've done, desperately crying out for the ability not to do it again, does that turn into praise as you think about how He is faithful and He is just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness? Can you give praise to God for the power of forgiveness? Jesus said, I have power on earth to forgive sins. By the way, don't don't you be looking to be forgiven before God one day if you haven't been forgiven here. You've got to be forgiven here, all right? And He has power to forgive sins. And though we've been forgiven of all our sins, God deals with us as Christians when we're not perfect and we continue on in life and, and we try to talk to God about something else, but, but He wants to talk about that way that we've offended Him. And when we do, we are washed white as snow. So I ask you, can you give God praise in your prayer life? The battle that you've gone through or the battle that you're going through. Is that neither for you right now? Praise God. But it's coming. A battle may be coming. The battle you're going through, when you discover that the battle is the Lord's and you invite Him in and, and, and you ask Him to help you and you know He's there with you and you know you've learned something about Him that He fights our battles for us and, and in us and, and through us, do you give Him praise in the middle of your battle because you have the greatest weapon you could possibly have and no one can overcome and surpass the the soldier that you have, the weapon that you have in your Lord. Do you praise Him? Does, pr does prayer turn to praise when the loved one goes on to heaven and we we have some sorrow? We don't sorrow as others which have no hope, but we do have have some sorrow over an absence of a loved one. When that loved one has known Christ as their Savior and they're in heaven... Do you end up praising God for His eternal plan? Do you praise Him for the time that you had with Him? When you pray to be healed, when you pray to be strengthened, do you praise Him that you're going to be able to see Him again? Prayer should always turn to praise. Praise to God. Can you, can you do that this morning?
When we, when we have our burdens and our burdens are multiplying, do you count your blessings to God? I'm telling you what, what I was just thinking about through all this is that there's always, it's always a time of praise. No matter what, we're always to praise God when we perceive who God is, when we perceive whose we are, when we perceive what He has done and all He has done and all He shall do, when we study our God, we will study to praise Him and we'll praise Him more. Will you do that? Will your prayer turn to praise? Let's go from a study of praise and let's talk about a steadiness in praise. Verse 4 says, Enter into His gates with thanksgiving. And into his courts with praise, be thankful unto him and bless his name. There's a steadiness in praise that happens when you and I come to God's house. How good it is to come to God's house. I said prayer ought to be private, but prayer, but, but praise, I mean, ought to be public too. And we come and we praise God together. Some people... Some people show up in the church house and they show up to see what they can get out of it. Others show up in God's house with a heart full of praise for what he's already they've already received and what he's already done for them. We ought to we ought to ask the ushers that and the, the greeters and those that hand out a bulletin at the door. We ought to have them check that the. To be able to attend, they they got to enter with a heart full of praise. Uh, I'll run that by Pastor Stone, see what he thinks. But uh, but I, but I think that's a good idea. I believe we ought to. I believe we ought to enter the house of God with a heart full of praise for Him and a, a heart full of gratefulness over what He has done. Let our admission be a heart full of praise. We need to be mindful of the things that we're aware of. That God has done for us. I say the things we're aware of because we have no idea of, of the many things God has blessed us with and what he's done for us. So whatever we know, let us give him praise for it. He blesses us. We ought to bless him. What do you think about blessing God? We want his blessings. Bless him. He's blessed you. If you don't know it, you're blessed. He lets it rain on the just and the unjust. He has blessed everyone. He deserves to be blessed in return. We ought to, we ought to bless him from, from every point of view. You know what happened to Job? And Job said, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. It doesn't matter what happens upon this earth. It doesn't matter what we go through. When we have perceived our God and we have studied to praise Him, we shall praise Him through all things. And when we gather together, it helps. It helps and we help one another to praise Him. I see and I have seen through my Christian life 
Christians praising God and I've known what their condition was and I've known what they've gone through and it has helped me and it has taught me along with the word of God to praise God. How how wonderful is it that you and I help one another to praise God when we enter into his gates of grace. It's just a gift of grace for you and I to walk through these doors with praise to give to God and you and I steady one another with our praise to God. God. But and, and that's wonderful that we steady one another with our praise to God. But let us consider ultimately something else. Let us consider ultimately how our praise is sustained, how we continually praise God all the time. It says, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth To all generations, is there need for much comment here? The Lord is good. He's good all the time, and all the time, He's good. When difficult things happen, God is good. God is always good. His compassion for us will never change. God's purposes are never going to change. They're not going to fade away. God's not going to change His mind concerning His mercy that He has for you and I. He is so good, His mercy is never going to end. And if Jesus doesn't come back before your great, 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 great grandchildren enter into this world. His truth is still going to be here and his true churches. I don't know if there'll be more, if I don't know if there'll be less, but they will still be here for those great, great, greats of yours. Can we praise his name for who he is? He's good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. I take comfort and I praise. God, though this world is headed to a place that's going to be worse for my children when they are my age, I thank God for His blessed truth. I thank God that the naysayers of God's truth are still going to have to deal with it. It's not going to go away. What someone has believed on their own in opposition of God, it is going to die when they die, but God's truth is still going to live. It is Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone who gave Himself on the cross at Calvary for all of our sins and that is the one only blessed truth and once you have known Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior you will praise His holy name. Can we do that? You know, because I, and as I say that there are, there are some and, and they just can't praise God. I, I tell you what, before I was saved I kind of entered into the things of God. I was out on visitation before I was saved. I was I was so excited about the newness of what I was experiencing rather than the guys I used to work with. My goodness. And I would go out to their house on the weekends and even on Sunday and do what they do. And then I got around this new group of people and there was something really good about it. And I was excited and I said yes to everything they wanted me to do. And I hadn't even said yes to Jesus. So I really wasn't praising him. It really wasn't. Praise to God when I knocked on somebody's door and invited them to church. I didn't tell them about Jesus. I, I just invited them to church and I probably did that because I didn't know Jesus. But once you do, you have a precious privilege to be able to praise his name. The penalty of sin, everyone, is it's death. And that's separation from God forever. 
And that's a truth that endureth to all generations. I, I, I want to tell you this morning, anybody here, that, that some praise can be given to God, no matter who you are, because you understand, if you understand the precious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, how that Christ died for our sins, according to the scriptures, and that he was buried and he was raised again the third day, according to the scriptures. Would you, would you trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior this morning? Would you know that you have? Would you, would you place your faith in him? No, there's, there's no wavering in anything else. You've, you've considered other things and you've been throughout the world. Would you rest in Jesus today? You can praise His holy name if you do because all your sins are going to be forgiven. You're going to have a home in heaven. This afterlife that people call the unknown, it's known. You get to learn God and know God and what He's done for us. There is a home in heaven for you. Jesus says, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go and prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there, you may, there may ye be also. Do you know that? Will you trust Jesus this morning? Would you? Religion is so confusing in the world. It simply boils down to a relationship. Would you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? He'll forgive you. This You're already accepted if you'll accept Him. I'm getting so excited about it. I'm stumbling over my, the next thing I want to tell you about Jesus. But but do, will you trust Him today? Is there one here does, that does not know His saving grace? I tell you what, you're going to enjoy a life of praise to God. Would you Would you trust Him today? Let us pray. You can all stand and we can go to the Lord and... In a word of prayer together. And this is a special time as we go to God in prayer. Maybe somebody's going to just praise Him as we go to prayer this morning. Hey, Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, our Father God in heaven, we come before you this morning, dear God. And I want to thank you, Lord, for your goodness. I want to thank you for your eternal salvation, Lord, to praise you. What a blessed privilege we have to go through life knowing you, knowing some of the things you've done for us, knowing we have a home in heaven, knowing we are going to graduate into the splendor of your glory, dear God. I thank you for what Jesus finished for us on the cross at Calvary. Oh, we bless your name today, dear God. We thank you, dear God, for your eternal salvation and the call that continues to go out to the lost. Oh, may the lost be saved today, Lord. Would you draw them by the power of your Holy Spirit to accept the glorious gift of the gospel of Jesus Christ that they may be saved. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.